And now we continue. He he called your mom, his mom to, to get you all until he got there. Yeah. I remember them uh, telling me, you know, that, you know, I was going to be able to see you all and that it had to be a uh, uh, over, uh, supervised visit. Supervised visit. I, words is not, just not That's right. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, a supervised vis- visit. So I'm like, whatever. I just want to see my children, you know. And in the meantime, you know, I'm trying to just hold on, go about my business and everything. I had bought you all some clothes and things, you know, that I wanted to um, give you and stuff. But she she had came to visit. And so her report, and she's talking to me and, you know, first of all, don't talk down to me and don't talk to me like I am a child. Okay. And like I'm cuckoo. And so, you know, what she reported was the house was clean. The children didn't look abused. They weren't abused. They was well fed, fed, you know. So, you know, she was really. Now, how she got to go to see my mother, I don't know. See, all these things, uh, I didn't know what was happening. You know, I didn't know what was happening, what was going on with that. I just remember once your dad got there and... um, I think he brought you all over before he took you all down to uh, Alabama. And um, I, I think I remember talking to your grandmother on the phone uh, when she had you all. I talked to her and I talked to you all and everything. And I just want I just want all I wanted to express to you all is how much I loved you. You know, I just want you all to know that I have not disregarded you, you know, that I love you. And so, um, but the woman that came and the words I said to her were so deep that after that, she quit. She quit her job. First of all, she didn't even have children. You know, but I was expressing to her, you know, uh, just your perspective, your point. Yes. And, you know, what, how I felt and everything and what thus said the Lord. That's what I was going to say. And um, she was like her mind was just blown. You know, her mind was blown. And I heard afterwards that she quit. And basically, I was telling people, who are you? Who are you? What authority do you have? You know, and, you know, once they had been taken and everything, it was like I was already speaking my truth. But then after that, it was really like (laughs) I'm going to spill it all. I'm going to vomit all of it out, you know. You're going to feel all of this, you know, and so what happened, happened and everything. And I think at any point, 
was taken down to Alabama and it was during the summer. So school was out. I think that um, I could have possibly gotten them. I don't remember the conversations. Like I said, I was, I think I moved shortly after that and I didn't have a phone. So the, you know, the communication from me to down there to his dad and everything was, uh, you know, far in between. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I was like, okay, when the summer come and they get out of school, I'm definitely getting them back. And, um, and I did. I got them back, and um, when I saw them get out that, get off that plane, come out of that plane, I was like, they had grown and gotten bigger, and I was like, oh my goodness, you know, mm-hmm. and I held on to them. I couldn't. It was like, ugh, you know. So yeah, it was. That was a you know a rough time, and um, but we got through it. Yeah. Um, you came out with some scars, you know, so did I. But, you know, I didn't know at the time that you were what you were experiencing. You know, and like I said, I used to I always uh, talk to you all about what was going on and everything, you know. So that was an opportunity for you to express whatever you were feeling, you know, but maybe you just didn't know how to express it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, but I, you know, I always said to them, you can come to me and talk to me about anything, anything. If you don't know something, come and ask me. I had thought about this too before coming on. Uh, G, his brother, Dan, would come and ask me something, and I'd give him the short answer. And then, like, 15 minutes later, G would come and ask me the exact same thing. I used to think that they had set set this up. And I tried to give G the short answer. G would never take the short answer. (laughs) He was always asking why, why. And I had to laugh within myself because that was me growing up. You know, so, but when I asked the question, I got slapped. <laughs> I got slapped in the mouth, you know, when I asked the question why. And I wasn't trying to be a smart aleck. I just wanted to know why. Yeah, because you weren't supposed to ask. You were supposed to do. Huh? I said that's because back then you weren't supposed to ask. You were just supposed to do. Yeah. That was, the, that was you know. And I just, I just didn't. But you got to understand that was the mentality from slavery. Yeah, understand. We weren't supposed to ask why do I have to pick cotton? And we got picked. First of all, whippings is a European thing. Yes, whipping. You know, so they tried to justify it with the word. See, we were, we were. um, They used to use the Bible to justify what they were doing to us. That's why a lot of us steer away from the Bible, you know, and they were saying, beat the, the, uh, put the, uh, how does it go? Uh, 
put the rod on the child, hold back, hold not, hold spare back. The, spare hold the rods for the child. Yeah, spare not, yeah. So in they're saying that it's the whooping, you know, beating them, you know, but that's not what that means. The rod is the word. That's the rod. Hold that back not from them. Don't hold back the word of God from them. That's what the rod is. And a lot of people don't know that. A lot of people don't know that. See, because everything we were being taught, once again, everything we were being taught was being taught to us by them. You know, our history, everything, you know, and our history that they were telling us was his story, not our history, not our true history. They don't never, ever want us to find out who we really are. You know, that's why it's this systematic you know, plan to genocide our people. You know, it's going on every day. Every day. Yeah. So it's going on. Just, just sort of getting back to, because I don't want to get too far off topic, sort of getting yeah. back to um, the homeschooling thing. Just so asking you, La, um, do you see the possibility of, of homeschooling being a lot more popular as the years progress, do you see even, um, and, and I don't want to get too much into what you're doing because it, it really seems like you got something really good going on and I can't wait to hear all the details about it, but yeah, do you see that being something that, um, especially with 2020 coming and we touched on that a little bit, 2020 came and went and a lot of people had to, adjust and a part of that adjustment was bringing everything in-house you know Mm -hmm. and a big part of being in-house was their kids and you know people are so used to dumping their kids off (laughs) you know at school and giving themselves a break and you know relying on uh the teacher and the cool the teachers and the school system to do what children yeah what really should be a parent's job you know um do you do you sort of see that do you see that happening more in the near future like people like taking it upon themselves and and bringing everything back to the house like it probably should be ironically enough that's a great question ironically uh i read out aloud in uh one of the chat rooms an article where there are about 150 to 180,000 children that have not shown up for school yet this year. Oh, wow. That has not? No, that has not in New York City. That, so I didn't hear that they, have not, have, they have not shown up for school. Oh, okay. They have not reported to school. Mm-hmm. My thing is, they're not going to. Right. Kids don't want the shot. Parents don't want the kids to get the shot. Mm-hmm. Parents don't want their children in the line of fire. So they're resulting to homeschool Mm. or home instruction, Mm. which is my next task. Um, So let me go back a little bit. Ironically, again, the same people that were, 
well, why are you doing this? You shouldn't be doing this and you shouldn't be doing that. And, and this is not normal. And the kid needs socialization and blah, 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 blah. They were calling my phone, all yeah. three of them. What do I do to get this boy to sit down? What do you do with Seth to get him to sit down? What do you do to... You don't even know your child. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You didn't even know your child. And what I tried to explain to him then were, was the psychology of the child, of the, the mind of the child. From about eight, seven, seven-ish, when their mom goes to work or when they get on the bus, anywhere where they're detached from their parents, they turn into a whole different person. Yeah. <laughs> they stop pulling their pants down a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Girl, take her shirt, hike it up a little bit more, hike the skirt up a little bit more. Go in the bathroom, put on a lip gloss and stuff. The parents are none the wiser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now the parent is faced with this new person in their house. <laughs> and they're like, who is this person? Who is this kid? <laughs> <laughs> who are you? <laughs> and it's their child. The same child that the, the, the teacher was telling you about for the last couple of years that you weren't listening. Mm-hmm. When they kept telling you that they don't want to sit down, they don't want to do their homework, they don't want to participate, they don't want to do whatever, whatever, whatever. Right? So, yes, to answer your question, I emphatically do think that the number, the percentage of home instruction and homeschool parenting is going to skyrocket. Yeah. Because with this, they're pushing a narrative with this COVID thing. Definitely. It's not going anywhere no time soon. I'm not going to get into specifics with that, but everything that is done in these, in America, in the world, has an agenda. Yeah. Right? Even down to our education, which is why they don't teach finance to our districts. Right? Yeah. And if we keep our parents or the head of households and specific income brackets, then they can't afford the increased level of taxes needed to bring in revenue for the schools to get brand new books, brand new computers, brand new programs, this, that, and the third. Yeah. So it's a collective effort, but yeah, I really do. I think so. I think so too. And you know, also I want to point out that now, well, before the pandemic, uh, the parents had to buy everything. Before they had a whole list like this of what the children had to bring to school. Yeah. Notebooks, tissue, wipes, everything. I'm like, what? Because yeah. yeah. I did it for my you got let me not. Let me look it up real quick. Y'all go ahead and talk. Because yeah. I want to make sure that I know before I give out misinformation. I I, I want to I just want to piggyback on uh, uh, what you said. Definitely in New York, and this is something that is not being um, displayed or talked about much. Is the pushback for all the people that are not for the jab that don't want to get it? Um, I did see on the news, and you see a little bit. I'm only on IG um and fan base as far as social media so i don't see a lot but i did see the marches and all the protests and everything that's going on in new york and i'll be the first to say like they 
being the media, like keeps that so hush hush. They want to make it seem like everybody's complying, you know, like, and it's like they were offering $100. When have I asked, I asked people a couple questions. One is when did the government start loving us? And I don't want to turn this into that, but when they start caring about us, that's one. And two, two, when have they ever gave us an incentive to do something? Not only is it free to do, but hey, you, you still don't want free? Well, we're going to give you money right. to do it. Right. If that ain't the biggest red flag, then I don't know what it is. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I don't, I don't want to make this another episode. It's got to make you say something. You know? We got over $5 billion in funding for the Department of Education for school. Wow. These children, let me go back. We all know how uh, budgeting goes, fiscal year, whatever. So we know that they have to spend that money by a certain time. Right. I believe June 30th and then July is the new uh, fiscal year, if I'm not mistaken. So what happened to all the money from 2020 when those kids were not, we're not in school? school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No one. Gee, maybe you need to do some investigative reporting. Yeah, I, need, I need to do some. <laughs> I just want to know. Yeah. I just want to know. I just want to know. That's a really no, I didn't even question. get to graduate. I didn't I didn't get to walk across the stage and I got my grad degree, so I was a little salty about that. <laughs> I needed my robe. I needed my sash. I made honors. I got all A's last semester. No, I need my... And you talking about, oh, no, we're going to have a virtual. Virtual, virtual. <laughs> we're 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 the hell um excuse um ma what in what in the devil <laughs> where in the devil did my tuition money go to exactly and i literally had a meeting with my uh uh president of my school because i really needed to understand you still had to pay tuition well, I'm I'm in I was in grad school at the time, mom. So oh. I am still in grad school. I had two more semesters, but I took some time off to help care for my mom who now has dementia. But yeah, so my brother. Yeah, it's it's yeah. Maybe I need to get your phone number sidebar so I can get some kind of uh questions, oh, you know, some help or something because it's really it's really serious but um yeah. I'm, she's good she's healthy she's yeah. she um to me honestly i believe it started like 2017 2018 but she wasn't really diagnosed no 2016 2017 but she wasn't really diagnosed in 2018 and she's only 63 she's oh. still so She's still self-sufficient. She still bathes herself. She still has her own place and everything. It's just combative, severe. So her short-term memory is gone. It's like, and um, I had to take some time off to manage her care, her care management plan strategically and all that. Get her house right. in order, get her face in order and all that good stuff. So, um, Yeah. But I couldn't do all of that and still 
go to grad school and I was getting my MBA at the time. I already have my MPA, which is a master's degree in public administration and public affairs. So I was kind of stoked about that, but I'm I'm literally like, where did this money go to? And then you didn't, what, what did that money go to? Because you had to have spent that money by a certain time before the government gives you more. So where did it go to? What happened to this the, the, the graduation money? These kids couldn't even graduate. They have virtual graduation. That's crazy. You know what I mean? And I honestly think that that little stimulus money, okay, that's cool. But how much did you really get? Exactly. Why? Right. And why can't you send every taxpayer in all the school districts, the head of household, a little something back for their child not being able to graduate because you did pay for or, or no, that's, that's too much like that. Ma'am? had children, I think they did give them more of the stimulus. No, I'm saying the site, the stimulus was just to boost the economy because right. they, they allowed this virus. When we was, when we used to get viruses back in the day, what did the doctor mm-hmm. tell us? Go home, drink some soup. <laughs> And some drink some orange juice and get some saltines, get in the bed, let it pass, right? Now we gotta get a shot. I don't understand. So that money was just to stimulate the 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 economy because they shut everything down. Right. Because of the agenda. Yeah. 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 That is that's that's definitely a whole thing. Which which (laughs) I don't want to get too off topic and mom. I think you may agree with me on this. If I'm wrong, I'll take that charge. Some may even say this is the last days in the mark of the beast. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. My son. I was going, I was about to comment on something. Yeah. Go Go ahead, ahead, Ma. I want to commend you on doing what you did was taking your son and um, homeschooling him and not accepting what they told you about your son. I was like, yes, yes. You know, and it brought back to uh, G when my grandson, they were trying to tell him that he had, what, ADHD? Yeah. And I I called G up and I pleaded with him, please, please do not Give him that medication. They trying to get you to give him. Do not give him that medication. Please don't do that. And Please they, don't do that to him. And they they gave me the prescription. And uh, for me, and I think we had a. Uh, I think we talked about. I can't remember if it was if it was right then or I was so overwhelmed. Maybe it was after afterwards. I don't. I can't remember. But for me and his mom. It was just so fun. The only reason I even sort of flirted with the idea, because I did go get the prescription. I didn't yeah. have intentions on get giving it to him. Walgreens, yes. Huh? What'd I you said, because yeah, I called you while you was in Walgreens getting the prescription. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, I went to go get it. I had it. And I ended up, I put it in my, my closet that was right there. Um, I didn't have strong intentions on giving it to him at all. The only part of me that was even considering it between me and his mom was the the extreme frustration with his behavior. It was mm-hmm. literally like I was working my butt off. 
she was at home with him and then she's sort of she she just dumps all of her emotions off on me as far as how she felt about it because she's with him every day so it was definitely it would have been an emotional decision which is not the 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 right way to make a decision like that but that's the only reason i was even considering it it was like so frustrating it's like oh so we can just give him this and he'll just calm down and all of this he'll be a zombie yeah all yeah. this crap that he's doing to go away. It was like the, you know, it was like one magic of those. Pill. It was the magic pill. pill. Yeah. And so, you know what they push now? SSI. Hmm. A lot of mothers perpetuate get them a, get them a check. They do not, they do not challenge them. They know that they can give them one little piece of tablet to have a couple of days before they get uh go to the doctor's appointment so that when they pull the blood the medicine is definitely in there but i know a girl a lady who takes the medicine herself Mm. and i also remember you saying um that you had stopped uh letting him get the shots that's it that's what i was about to say yes I did. I'm trying to plug my phone in, y'all. Sorry about that. I didn't want them to get the shots. I didn't want them to get those shots. I stopped with uh, I stopped with my middle son. A matter of fact, so when G came along, I was definitely like, "Mm -mm." right. I'm the I'm the baby. Yeah, you the baby. I'm the baby. Um. (laughs) For me, mom, I had already did a little bit of research. I'm a little search search nerd, little research nerd. So I'm like, what does this shot do? What does this shot do? And my son just had developed this staleness about his language. And what I mean staleness, he just, I guess it was a combination of because it's just he and I in the house. So there wasn't a lot of um, forward conversation, like how much conversation can I have with a one-year-old, right? So he's not hearing me and someone else communicate. So he developed that echolalia repeating thing or whatever the case may be. And I had read somewhere where uh, getting the shot causes autism so I thought my son was autistic. That I did not share with anyone because I was always taught what you profess and put in the air is going to come back. So I wasn't going around saying, oh, I think my son has autism. I think my son has autism, right? I just let that be mm-hmm. one of the inside mm-hmm. thoughts and I just let it be there until I refuted that that notion that it's definitely not uh, mm-hmm. autism. Mm-hmm. So... But before then, I was like, what if these shots are giving him this speech delay thing, right? So I was like, no. And then they were like, well, he needs a shot to go to school. Okay. (laughs) I have a stack of papers to grade. This is what we learned the other day. The water cycle. And even when they were in school and they had to 
uh, get the shots to when they went back to school. I got around that. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the shots. I still didn't get them the shots, but they got back. You know, they went. Yeah. You know, well, see, they knew people were doing what you did, so they required you to have some kind of exemption paper or something. Or they actually, what happened was they suspended him from school. Did they? Yep, they suspended him from school. And um, I think it was for your checkup. Um, they were like, okay, they, the, let me tell you how arrogant these people are. You know, yeah. the little tray that they have that, that they prepared the little syringes on and everything. They had all that lined up for him, like three of them. Wow. With the flu shot. Hmm. She's like, oh, he's getting he's getting shots today. I said, no. She said, okay, well, we'll see what the doctor says. I said, <laughs> what the doctor says. I just told you what he's not getting. Exactly. And he did it. He did right. it. He ain't had no shots in. See, I just took him for a seven. He went for um his seven-year-old checkup. And um they asked me, was he getting the flu shot? No, he's never gotten the flu shot ever. Right. Um, he's never gonna get the flu shot because I understand the science behind the whole stick and move. You right. gotta put a little bit in them, yeah, to get a little bit out. No, that's right. not gonna happen. You know what I mean, mom? So, and G, so no, 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 no. You got, and I was thinking about um, the last conversation that we had and whether or not I explained how I had to go to the office. At the district. Yeah. 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 So you I do. was explaining to someone else how you have to have that girth, that mentality. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, they will take advantage of you. And they yeah. tried to do me the same way. And I was like, my mom is from Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> my mom is from Harlem. She don't play that. And she ain't teach us to be no softies either. Okay. And while I did make many, many mistakes as a parent, right? This one here, oh no. Right. I'm not leaving y'all. I don't trust y'all. You got to give me and I and I made her rewrite that whole report. So I have yeah. two versions of the same report. You okay. won't have that one on file. And anytime I come back, I, I think I might just do it just, just because. Let me get a copy of the file. Let me see if this one is in there where it's supposed to be. Not I'll see your, you know what? So, right. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, all of these, all of. First of all, what I don't understand <laughs> is how quickly they changed the requirement of. Uh, separation, six feet separation to three feet in order to get the kids back in school. It's oh, not six feet of separation anymore. It's three feet. Wow. I didn't hear about that. Not in Chicago. I didn't hear about that. They did it for uh, a period of time when they were, I guess their whole plan was slowly reducing the uh, the restrictions. They they did go to three feet. I remember them. they did it in the stores uh, and I remember hearing it on the news. Do you guys mind if I call my son in here real quick? No. Okay, hold on one second. Hi, Bubba. Hi. I want you to say hi to G. Mason. Hi, G. Mason. And Mama Mason. 
So what train station, what train line was you, were you looking at earlier today? Look at the look at the camera. Six train. No, in what the other one? The three. No, not in New York. The other place. CTA. Yeah, CTA. Yeah. Mommy, can I call it please? All right, wait, wait, wait. So, do you want to go visit the, the CTA? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. do you know that they live in Chicago? Yeah. No, you don't. <laughs> they live in Chicago. Hey, so I have one more question. Are you Are you ready to go to the big school now? No. No. I want my car to go, please. Do you, you don't want to go to the big school? No. What school you want to go to? Great. <laughs> he always says he wants. He doesn't want to go to. Public school. I call it the big school. Yeah. But he says he always want to go to a public school. He wants to meet a teacher. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But um, my son is infatuated with trains. Oh, okay. Train tracks and yeah. stuff. <laughs> so train. He, he watches CTA on... Uh, YouTube. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He, just, he just watches the trains go from station to station. Okay. Like, literally, just a little while ago, he was watching it. And I think you did in the first episode, but can you just, one more time, let us know the difference between, like, homeschooling and home instruction? Like, okay, what, what are yeah. the options that people have? Yeah, so homeschool... Um, actually, there are several options with homeschool. You can do it yourself, or you could go to an online school and just have them do the curriculum, and then you facilitate and help them, you know, navigate through the curriculum. Or you can do home instruction, which is a designated person in your area maybe a teacher, maybe a professor, someone like that, or someone who just has a college degree, such as myself. And um, they will take on the responsibility of having your homeschool children come to their facility, whether it be your home, your garage, a center, a building, whatever. And they will facilitate the academic lessons necessary for you to meet your requirements for the Department of Education. It's... it's um, fairly easy and there are a lot how much how much control would a parent have and i don't use the word control but how much um influence would a parent have say if i'm a, a working class dad i'm a single dad i don't have the time or maybe even the know-how to do it myself and i find a space like that where it's okay well this trusted individual is already doing it for several kids in the neighborhood let me have my kids do it with him also or her um, how much control, or I keep saying control, how much influence would I have as a parent over what they're learning? Like, if I see, okay, I like this, 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 and this, but can we incorporate this and this also? Is there so, space for that? Yeah, and you just gave me an idea, actually. So, he's credit on that. <laughs> but, um, but, um, yeah, so some... Homes, some homeschool, I mean, some home instruction may allow for separate. So it may just be someone there to facilitate or help to facilitate the lesson, meaning 
if the child had, if the, say like you're a parent and you want home, um, home instruction and I'm a parent and I want home instruction, mm-hmm. but I want my son to log into his school at your house. Right. And then your mom wants you to learn from another home, another online school at their house. So their job is just to make sure that you're logged in. Okay. You're doing what you're supposed to do. Um, if you have any questions, they can facilitate the questions because they should be educated enough to do so. Um, but that would be the parents influence and control over what the child learns, even while they're not at the house or even right. while they're not at the facility or, or center or whatever it is. So let me reiterate. In a home instruction environment, the home instructor can teach the children herself and let the parents know what the curriculum is and they can you know, agree whether or not they want to partake in that particular uh, uh, curriculum or find another facility or another another home instructor who would just help facilitate and you could just bring them there and they could do uh, their work there whatever with whatever um school you choose online yeah. does that make sense yeah okay it's, but it's definitely more it's definitely more hands-on um than it would yeah. be going to a, a traditional school yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i want to read off some of the benefits um academic flexibility uh parent choice of pace and approach meeting current needs now a warm family environment, community involvement, efficient learning, meaningful learning, time for the stuff many schools cut out, um, accommodating to special situations, legal acceptance. And, um, you know, it just goes on and on. Once again, that's com- that comes from the homeschoolmom.com. She has a lot of good information on her website. Um, but yeah, it just it seems very beneficial. And I, I like the fact that Ma, you mentioned earlier um how you know you would take me to the bank and you would do all these hands-on things. And also La, you mentioned it in the last episode of uh, you know, PE could be anything you want it to be. You know, it's so hands-on and yeah. it 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 brings it back to the to the household. Like it very well should be, you know. Um I'm all for it. I'm definitely all yeah. for it. I think it's a, a plus. But let me let me close the episode out real quick and we can keep okay. talking. All right. Um, all right, Ma. So <laughs> since this is your first time on this show, everybody does the spin the wheel. I'm sure you've seen it. <laughs> it is her turn. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen it. My lips so dry. I've been wanting to get up and get my chapstick for so long. Um so here it is. Okay. <laughs> so I'm gonna spin the wheel, then I'll ask the corresponding question to your one out of ten, whatever you land on. You ready? Okay. You ready? Yeah. <laughs> Number four. Four. Number four. I don't know if I've ever done four. They keep landing on the seem like the same numbers. 
Okay. Oh, this is an interesting question. Oh, this is now look how related this is to the conversation we were just having. Um, number four is if I had a time machine, I would travel to the year blank. <laughs> oh, we. I don't know what year it was, but so, I would travel. So back. hold on. What would you? When would you travel to? And what would you do? Also, give us a little bit about what you would do. You said, when will I travel? No, what, yeah, what year would you travel to? What time, what, yeah, what year would you travel to and what would you do? Well, I can't say the year, but I will travel to the time when um, our forefather Abraham was on the earth. Mm. You know, and, uh, ooh, ooh, no, wait, I would really want to meet Enoch. Mm. He was one of the seven that was after Adam. And ooh, I would want to meet all of them. <laughs> you can only choose one. <laughs> you can only choose one. <laughs> oh, but I'm, you said the time. Yeah. And what I would want, you know, what time I would want to be in. That's so true. I would want to be in my time period. And, you know, they live for. 300, 400, 700 years then. Adam uh, was 930 years old when he died. That's crazy. <laughs> you know, so. But Abraham, in the Bible, they say one year to the Lord, one day to the Lord is like a thousand years, and a thousand years one day. It's like one year to him. Yeah. But during that time, uh, they were living much longer, you know. Yeah. And, by shortening our uh, lifespan because of sin, you know, and that was the whole, that's the whole thing of it. And uh, he gave, now it's like, man, he gave man at least 70 years. A lot of people, you know, there's people that- Not even more, long, not even that long. Yeah, not that long and some live longer. You know, I guess it depends on how you live your life. This, this, uh, your probationary period while you're here, you know, uh, it's all in his control. But yes, I would want to be well, Enoch was way before Abraham came, was born. But oh my goodness, if I could be in the time when and, and, and maybe even I would want to be in the time when seeing so many different times, I might want to I you think, think I you, might you think you would want to come back? <laughs> would you come back? <laughs> <laughs> a one-way time trip, one-way one one-way ticket on the time machine. <laughs> she gonna go. She gonna go back and be on a mission. <laughs> right. Twenty BC. <laughs> Take right. me to twenty BC. Uh, I won't be right. returning. <laughs> one-way, please. <laughs> All right. Well, I cannot thank you two enough. Um, sincerely, like. Once again, I mean, the, the knowledge that you both bring, obviously, uh, the extensive history that I have with uh, this woman right here, this young lady. I spent nine years in her womb. Um, you can't get nine, years uh, nine months, nine months. I'm sorry. Definitely a great topic. It was lovely to have you both. Ms. La, hats off to you. Thank you for coming back. Ma, I cannot thank you enough. Um, love you with all thank my you, heart. Ma. Yeah. Um, hats off to both of you. I salute both of you for being very strong, very powerful, very intelligent, 
beautiful women and we need a lot more like you today to just you know go out <laughs> to step out on a limb and, and do what you feel is right for your family so yeah. yeah kudos to both of you thank you so much i'm sure you both will be back yeah um, if you're listening to this episode on a traditional podcast uh you can watch it you can watch the episode on rumble.com slash user slash the damn podcast d-a-m if you are watching it and you prefer to listen to it you just don't have the time to watch you can search daylight and moonshine on any platform that streams podcast join us on the next episode we'll be back really soon we hope you enjoyed everything we had to talk about today uh until next time we love y'all and we out peace Peace. Peace. <laughs>